This is an Average Fan Podcast hosted by Benny Hanna. Continue to like, rate, and subscribe. Make sure to share. Now streaming on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. This is an Average Fan Podcast hosted by Benny Hanna. everybody welcome back to an average fan podcast your host l jones hey you know what time it is week 17 picks we're gonna make them picks but we do got news to get into this week last episode we talked about how jj watt retired announced his retirement and daniel hackett he got fired um Tua in the concussion protocol so we're going to kind of start off with some NFL news this week. How y'all doing? Welcome back to the podcast. Continue to rate, like, subscribe. Get into it. Week 17 NFL news. Y'all, we got big games. We got big games for the Packers. We got big games for the Lions. We got big games for all the teams in the AFC East. We'll get into that. We'll get into that as we get into our picks. Man, news. Crazy news, y'all. So, everybody's probably caught up on it. If you're not, get you uh, brought up to speed. So, Derek Carr got benched. That's right. uh, Vegas quarterback Derek Carr benched in favor of Jared Stidham. Um, Carr told the team that he would step away so that he would not become a distraction for them as they prepare to uh, go ahead and hit these final two games of the season. Crazy time to make a QB switch. Um, some would say that you kind of, you could probably could have made that switch earlier. A lot of people not, not sold on Derek Carr. Obviously, the coaching staff is not, but Derek Carr, he pulled off a. Um, I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. He pulled off a LeBron James move, right? He got one of the biggest free agents to come to the, to the Raiders, and that was Devontae Adams. So. And talking about Devontae, obviously, he had his thoughts, his feelings on the benching. Um, you know, he maintained his loyalty to his quarterback and doubled down that that was the reason why he was in Vegas in the first place, he said. And, quote, obviously, I don't think anybody was excited about it in here. Um, him being one of my really good friends and reason why I came here in the first place. I mean, wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for him. Uh, if he wasn't here, excuse me, I think everyone knows how I feel about him. And, you know, with that said, there's a process of how things go, and I'm not going to sit here and go on. But, obviously, I support my guy, you know. So, a team that obviously now is out of the playoff hunt and a team in which, you know, you kind of look at it they underachieved because they do have some talent. Um, kind of felt like they would be a strong competitor in that AFC West. We knew it would be tough because the AFC West was stacked. Um, we just figured, obviously, a lot of people figured that with the addition of Russ to the AFC West, uh, with already what you got in Herbert and Mahomes out there, 
Bosa, Khalil Mack out there and uh, with the Chargers. So all the name brand, all the star power that you have in this AFC West, you add Devontae to that mix, uh, what they have in-house as well with the Raiders already. You were ready to compete, at least a wild card, right? Things didn't pan out that way. We can get into a whole nother spill, whether that is uh, coaching related, because their head coach, uh, Mr. McDaniels, as a head coach, doesn't have a winning record. Um, so with the Raiders making this higher, you kind of wonder, but then you hear the Stidham will be the starter. And McDaniels had a, a curious, well, it wasn't curious. He said that curiosity is what led him to this quarterback change. So in my opinion, I think it was more than curiosity, just throwing this out there. Um, we got to really take into account the fact that Stidham was drafted in 2019 and was a backup in New England. McDaniels was fresh off of a Super Bowl championship in 2018 for the Patriots. So Stidham was there when McDaniels was there in New England. So it's some familiarity. It's more than just some curiosity, right? He might be curious on how he's going to run his offense with this team, but he kind of knows what he has in Stidham. So, you can see that making the move, and you can also see that the writing obviously is on a billboard and not on a wall that Carr might be out of Las Vegas. <laughs> and they already got landing spots for him. It's crazy. The man ain't even really walked out, walked out yet, but they already got landing spots for him. So you know how it goes. It's a business. It's an ever-moving, ever-changing, ever-flowing thing. Tua not likely to play this weekend. Uh, per, per cut uh concussion protocol excuse me I think I need to be in there concussion protocol for him uh this week so taking on New England as I stated big games for the AFC East we'll see what old Teddy Bridgewater can give us Derrick Henry also doubtful that means a lot for tonight's 8-15 Amazon Prime game Dallas taking on Tennessee and then before we get into our picks, y'all. So, as we talked about Hackett getting fired, commander-in-chief of that team on the field, Russell Wilson issued a statement talking about how, and just summarizing it up, uh, he was devastated by the firing of the coach, uh, stating that he wished he could have played at the standard and the level that he's always played at and that he knows how to play at. You kind of hate to hear these things after the fact, um, we know that they had a lot of injuries, as he alluded to in his presser, um, injuries this year. Things just didn't go their way, and that was obvious. But to be a veteran like he is, you know, this team seems a little bit just flustered, and I don't know what's going on. I'm not going to speculate. But, man, come on, dude. Just it, it seems like salt on the wound for me, just too, a little bit too much rust. Support your guy. Don't say you wish you could have played better and played at the standard. Like, all that. You had Sunday after Sunday to rectify that. Didn't get it done. Hey, there's injuries. Season ain't go out like it's planned, but we're still here fighting. All better choice of words you could have used. None of that's important now. We're into the pick segment. Dallas taking on Tennessee, as we alluded to. Prime video, 8-15 tonight. This is a game that Dallas needs if they want to go ahead and squeak out that division. 
This is a game they better come in ready to play. I think Tennessee won't go lightly, but I think Dallas should have no no real pushback, pushback. Um I don't I don't see a situation like how they had against Jacksonville. Anything's possible, but Dallas better come in here ready to play. Um no Derrick Henry though, so that hurts Tennessee a lot in that one. So give me Dallas to take that. Uh moving on to Sunday. January the 1st, ringing in your New Year's with some New Year's games, seeing some things. Arizona taking on Atlanta. Both teams just really riddled with some different things. Arizona's being injury and partial retirement, and then Atlanta's quarterback change. They've dealt with injuries. I'm going to go on a limb this week. I'm going to say Desmond Ritter gets his first victory as an Atlanta Falcon. Um, and that should be a good and excited moment, exciting moment for him this week. Uh, Chicago taking on Detroit. It's one of those games I told you about, one of those big games. Last time these teams met, Justin Fields went off. It was a good game by the defense of Detroit, even though they gave up 30 points. They won 31 to 30. Um, it's still a good game. This game right here will definitely tell us about Detroit. Obviously, it'll tell us about their chances to make the playoffs. But just what type of team that they really are. This will be a game that Detroit should go ahead and they should take this and they should take it easily. The Bears have been struggling all year. Um, the health of Justin Fields, is he healthy enough to run over the field again against them? I will take Detroit in this game. I believe that Detroit is fighting for something. And being at home, it'll help that. Denver taking on Kansas City. So, how does Denver respond? Do they come out and get one? They come out with some new energy? It's a tough task, man. You're taking on Kansas City, and Kansas City is trying to get that home field advantage. This is a bad spot for Denver to be in. I'm going to take Kansas City in this one. Miami, no Tua, taking on New England. This will be a tough game for Teddy coming in here against that New England defense, and you're going up there to Foxborough. It's an early game, though, and he has good weapons. So as long as Teddy doesn't put the put the ball in harm's way, I believe Miami wins this one, gets back in that win column. Um, but don't discredit that New England defense at home. You saw what they did to Joe Burrow last week, so it's <laughs> tough sledding. Indy taking on New York. Think New York. They, they see the light at the end of the tunnel. Eight, six, and one, y'all. Shout out to the New York Giants on a good season. It's not over, but Daniel Jones, 13 touchdowns, five interceptions. You kind of love to see that, right? Matt Ryan, 14 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Just has not been the coach year, and I don't think this will be the coach day especially with the way New York plays defense. Give me the Giants taking this one. Um, Philly taking on New Orleans in what appears to be a good game. I don't trust Andy Dalton. I do trust that Philly defense. Can we see Jalen Hurts this week or do we sit him out? I think even if they did, they would still be good enough to beat him with the backup. We saw what he did last week, Gardner Minshew. So, New Orleans is sneaky, but I like Philly in this one. Philly, the front runner. Because things will get interesting, obviously, if Philly loses this game. Because then they definitely need that last one to get that home field advantage. 
Carolina and Tampa Bay. This game will probably decide the NFC South. Um, if you're an NFC South fan, this would be a game that you actually want to tune into. Um, if you're able to tune into that, because this is everything we're going to see six and nine versus seven and eight. And guess who's showing back up y'all Josh Norman. Yeah. Y'all remember Josh Norman used to play with the Panthers coming back this week. This is going to be a tough game. Hey, Josh Norman, y'all was minding his own business, managing his coffee shop in the A. And lo and behold, he got a call, accepted the job, come back. You know, he got some injuries in the secondary, brought the man back. He's familiar with the situation, how caught up the speed, how in shape. Obviously, he's still been working out. Um, that Jace Horn, man, J.C. Horn, losing him. It'll prompt you to do some of those things. Carlton Davis is questionable for this game. Uh, they'll need him in this one, obviously, as well as Shaq Thompson. Carolina need him. I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to pick Carolina in this one. Uh, they tell you never to bet against Tom. I don't know. This is going to be interesting to see. Welcome back, Wentz, man. Carson Wentz uh, taking the reins again for the Commanders. They're taking on Cleveland. This will be one of those games. Uh, let's see what Deshaun Watson is able to accomplish. In this one, I like Terry McLaurin in this matchup against his Browns secondary. Um, interested to see what this Washington pass rush can generate. I'm going to roll with the Commanders in this one. They're in a similar boat as the Giants. I mean, you kind of got to win out. Win out and you're in. You kind of control your own destiny. It's best that you do that. And speaking of controlling your destiny, Jacksonville, you guys, hey, win this one, you possibly can clinch the division. Go out and handle business against Houston. It's no easy feat. <clears throat> Excuse me. They have the talent to do it. Um, but as we've seen, Houston can be a tough opponent, tough foe. I mean, their only other win this year came against Jacksonville. Jacksonville is such a different team now than they were at the beginning of the season. So Jacksonville might come in looking for some retribution in that one. Good old classic. This game used to be a good old classic rivalry back when the Raiders were in California. But now they're in Vegas. And they have a new quarterback named Jared Stidham. Him leading Devontae Adams and then guys out against San Francisco. The 49ers. 49ers are coming in hot. They are the smart pick, obviously, in this one. Um, we might see a different style of offense ran by Stidham. But that San Francisco defense is legit. So I like them. 405 game. We got the Jets taking on Seattle. Jets have kind of hit a backslide as they're trying to get some things going. So this is also another AFC East team in another big game. They need this game. They have to go out and win this game. Mike White is going to really have to put on the big boy pants, as they say, go out there and get this dub because this is the home. This, this is like the home stretch, right? This is the last 
110 meters of this race, I mean, you really got to kick it in the gear. So uh, with that being said, when we looking at it, y'all know I've been riding with my boy Gene on them all year. Um, it, it's been an up and down season for them. They started out hot. They started losing some games late, had some tough opponents on the schedule. The Jets do have a good defense, but so does Seattle. I'm going to go with Seattle at home. It's a tough environment to play in. We'll see what the Jets can do for their playoff futures. Huge game in the NFC North. The Lions need their game against the Bears, but Green Bay, in order to stay alive in this playoff race, they're going to need this game against the Vikings, and it will not be easy, even though it's at Lambeau. Rodgers dealing with some ailments. That, that Minnesota defense was getting after it, and especially in that last game against the Giants, made some big plays. Justin Jefferson is a monster, so it's interesting to see what he can do, what kind of day he can have, especially looking at what Waddle and uh, Tyreek Hill were able to do against this Green Bay defense, but then also Green Bay's defense kind of bowled up and got three gifts on Christmas from Tua. So what will the new year bring in? A lot, You know, Justin Jefferson's not feeling the Kirk Cousins hate, as he shouldn't, standing up for his guy, standing in the paint for his guy, respectable. But you got to win these games. I'm going to go with Minnesota. But I wouldn't be surprised if we see vintage Aaron Rodgers. And I'll let you guys determine what vintage is. I know what vintage vintage Aaron Rodgers is. Do you? Rams taking on the Chargers. Baker Mayfield taking on our guy. And when I say our guy, I'm speaking as a Charger fan. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, the Chargers. Austin Eckler. He's injured. What can we see as a follow-up to that 51-point explosion from the Rams, who are now Baker Mayfield hot? Chargers know what's in front of them. I'm going to pick them to win. This should be a good game either way. Great environment at SoFi. I mean, great, yeah, great environment at SoFi um, out there in Inglewood. Gotta love this, y'all. It's just so much going on. Just so much, man. Just times. Times are are busy. And as we get down to the nitty-gritty, Pittsburgh taking on Baltimore. Baltimore is heavily favored in this game. I'm going to ride with Pittsburgh. I like Pittsburgh's defense. I'm interested because... I didn't see a lot out of Baltimore, even though they got the win. And they're going to have to come with it in this divisional game. It ain't going to be easy. It will not be easy. But the game that we got to talk about before we get out of here, Buffalo, Cincinnati, huge implications in this one, especially for Cincinnati. This is going to be a tough game. It will be broadcasted all on the ABC Network family. ESPN, ABC, ESPN2, ESPN+, Plus, all that good stuff. Probably streaming on YouTube as well. This will be a good matchup to watch um, as you get back into that New Year flow and the swing of things. Joe Burrow 
Josh Allen. 32 touchdowns for Josh Allen, 34 for Burrow, 13 interceptions for Allen, 12 for Burrow. This would be a good game. Everything's about even with these teams. What makes Cincinnati dangerous, y'all? Burrow with time and Burrow and his weapons. I like Buffalo's defense, but can they hold up with those three receivers? Can they defensively get pressure on Burrow? Because we know that line has had times where they have not protected well, but they've been doing their part. Cincinnati's 11-4. and four. They're, they're, they're going strong. So we know Burrow this year alone has beaten Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes, and if you want to throw it out there, he's beaten Bill Belichick in New England. This man is the he is the reincarnation of Thanos right now. He's collecting the Infinity Stones or the Power Gems, however you want to say it. Buffalo is missing from his gauntlet right now, his regular season gauntlet. Now, true enough, he'll probably have to see these guys again in the playoffs, which will even raise the stakes and the magnitude of of that game. But as of right now, as we talked about in our last episode, Cincinnati takes this game. They will be the they will have home field advantage um, after this game. They will obviously have to win out, win their last game of the season to secure that. This game is definitely a step in the right direction. Um, I'm going to go with Cincinnati, y'all. I'm going to go with Cincinnati. I like what Burrow has been doing all year, obviously. I like what Josh Allen does. I mean, this is going to be a hot. This is going to be an intense game. It'll definitely feel like a playoff game. Don't get it twisted. They'll get our they'll get our juices flowing for the playoffs on this one for sure. For sure they will, no doubt. Um so we thank you guys again for listening, tuning in to An Average Fan Podcast Season 3 on the way. Got some changes we're about to make. Excited for the growth we continue to experience. And that's because of y'all, the fans, the listeners, those who support. Continue to do that. Continue to like, rate, subscribe. This has been your host, L. Jones. We out.